1: On how America's most successful business owners transform their entrepreneurial vision into reality. And listen in as some of the top business minds in the country serve up practical advice, tips, and insights for growing your business. Now, here's your host, Kelly Scanlon.
2: Good morning. Welcome to Smart Companies Radio. I'm Kelly Scanlon, publisher of Thinking Bigger Business Media. I know I've been harping on this, but it's very important. If you know a company that has fewer than 25 employees, they're for profit based in Kansas City, that's all it takes to nominate them for the upcoming 25 Under 25 Awards. You can go out to 25Under25.com and find the nomination form, get that in, and self nominate. Don't wait for somebody else to do it for you. I can't tell you how many businesses I hear from after the nominations close that say, Oh, I thought somebody would nominate me. Don't be that wallflower. At the dance waiting for somebody to ask. Go out and get the form yourself, nominate your own company, and nominate a couple of others while you're at it. But those will close on October the 14th, so get it done now, 25under25.com. And also, go out and sign up if you'd like a great... Big Breakfast and a lot of inspiration on the morning of September the 25th, sign up for our Big Breakfast. You can go to IThinkBigger.com and take care of that. So two great big things coming up we hope you'll participate in. Our guest today is somebody who can help you get the word out, and her name is Ann Cole. She's a Los Angeles transplant with more than 15 years of sales experience, both on and offline. Four and a half years ago, when the economy tanked, Ann saw that traditional sales methods We're going out the window and people were depending more and more on relationships and on referrals to stay in business. So with more businesses online than ever before, she did what any good entrepreneur would do and she filled the need by starting a social media sales training company called Think Viral. And she's here today to talk with us about social media, what it is and how your business can use it to engage your customers, engage your prospects and grow your sales. We'll be right back.
1: On September 25th, Nourish Your Body and Your Business at the Big Breakfast, a quarterly event spotlighting the entrepreneurs featured on the cover of Thinking Bigger Business Magazine. They'll share stories from their own companies and advice that you can put to work in your business. Plus, you'll meet the staff of Thinking Bigger Business Magazine and learn how you can become involved with the only publication in Kansas City that exclusively serves growth-minded small business. Find out more information and register at ithinkbigger.com. That's ithinkbigger.com.
0: With the real Obamacare please stand up? The no-politics, spend-free zone for Healthcare and the Affordable Care Act. I'm your host, Alex Greenwood, and I'm joined every week by your federally certified Affordable Care Act specialist, Mr. Greg Howard. That's a mouthful. You said it, brother. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about what we really do. What we really do is help people understand how the Affordable Care Act impacts them, their family, their business. We make it simple so that people can go on with their lives. Couldn't have said it better myself, and you'll find it every Friday at 1 p.m. on Smart Company Thinking Bigger Radio at BlogTalkRadio.com. That's Would the Real Obamacare Please Stand Up Fridays at 1. Good
2: morning. Welcome back to Smart Companies Radio. I'm Kelly Scanlon, publisher of Thinking Bigger Business Media. Our guest today is Ann Cole. As I said before, she is the owner of a social media sales training company called Think Viral. Welcome to the show today.
3: Thank you, Kelly. Glad to
2: have you here, Ann. So let's get it right out there on the table. A lot of people, when you say social media, they think Twitter, they think Facebook. What is social
3: media? Social media is networking bottom line, it's about the people. It's about connecting. It's about helping other people with their businesses. And the networks like Twitter and Facebook and wherever else are just ways to better aggregate your network.
2: What do you mean by better aggregate to grow your audience?
3: It's like a live Rolodex. Okay So old school way is you go to a networking event and you collect somebody's business card and you come back and you put it in your Rolodex mm-hmm. and you send them a canned email the next day. Oh, it's great meeting you. Let's hook up for coffee and let me use up all of your time or whatever. <laughs> right. And so there's no way to really collect and continue to engage with them um, in the Rolodex fashion. Whereas mm-hmm. this is a way that you use all of the other things that you're doing, all of the live networking, all of the advertising, everything that you are putting effort in to grow your business. This is the best way to put it all together to continue to um, be a part of your audience.
2: Okay, so it, it's networking at, at its core, and then there are multiple platforms out there to accomplish this networking through. And we'll talk about some of them specifically here yes. in a little while. Okay, is the other question that I get all the time from people is, is social media really for all businesses? You know, I, I have, let's just say I run a funeral a home is, is social networking really? For me? How do I put a message? And I know I'm picking on on that industry, but you know, how do I put a message out there that people want to hear about funeral homes? Nobody wants to hear about funeral, you know. I mean, and I'm just using that as an example.
3: So is it for all businesses? Well, we work with the crematorium. Oh, you do, and I did
1: not know that. Oh, so <laughs> evidently that's <a> great example. <laughs> I tried to think of something people
2: don't like to talk about.
3: But that's just it. Is that you know when you when you think, oh, this isn't for my industry. It really comes back to how do you get business right now? Are you joining organizations where there's opportunities to network with other people? If so, then yes, Mm -hmm. social media is for you. If you somehow are able to get business in a way that nobody knows about you, nobody's talking about you, then Possibly it's not for you because you don't need all of the word of mouth.
2: Mm -hmm. Most
3: businesses need the word of mouth. Right. So it doesn't really matter the industry. It matters more about the people that you're trying to get in front of and the people that you're you're trying to really collaborate with
2: sure and, and I would think that more importantly than whether or not your industry should be um, putting a message out there it's whether your prospects are using social media and if they are then definitely you should be
3: yes which is exactly why I say it's networking mm-hmm. so if you're joining organizations so that you can network with these groups of people well, where are those groups of people networking That's where you're targeting. So it's the same thing online. Where are those groups of people that you're trying to get in front of networking? Well, are they over on Facebook? Are they tweeting? Are they on LinkedIn? Or are they somewhere else? Then you're looking for the right networking group Mm -hmm. to join.
2: Yeah. Let's talk about that for a minute. There are all kinds of different platforms out there. I think some of the more common ones are probably Twitter and Facebook, LinkedIn. Uh, But social media is even more than those platforms. Talk to us about some of the other ones that businesses have had success with.
3: Blogging is mm-hmm. one way. It is very time consuming, but it is there are lots of platforms that companies can go out and educate their audience. Buyers now are much more research oriented. We will go and look something up on Google before we will ever think about buying it, especially if it's a high yep. dollar item. Right. And so because of that, the more your company is able to educate the public, on just the, the general products and services, it's not just about you, but it's mm-hmm. about how your product or service helps another company, right. then a blogging plat- platform could be really, really helpful.
2: Okay, so we, so there's blogs, it, there, so it's not just a lot of people go. Well, how, how many? How much of a message could I get out in 140 characters? That's what they think of social right. media as. But right. there's long form too. Yes. you have the blogs, as you mentioned. LinkedIn has a new feature yes. that you can use. Do you want to talk about that for just a minute? The
3: publishing yes. feature on LinkedIn Absolutely. is so super super mm-hmm. awesome. So a lot of what we've seen is that a lot of the traditional blogging platforms are great, but if people are active users on LinkedIn and they take their blog posts and put them over and publish them on LinkedIn, they will accumulate followers at a much faster rate. Mm-hmm. And then they will have what I call their free salespeople, which are the people who will advocate for their business, will share their stuff, will like their stuff. Right. Um, they're essentially free selling for you. And so if you publish something on the LinkedIn platform and you have all of your free salespeople liking it and sharing it, you're golden.
2: Mm-hmm. And so you say that if you put the if you're already a blogger, but you put it post it first on LinkedIn, you will get more followers to your actual blog. Yes. Because LinkedIn is ranked so highly in the search engines and so yes. forth. Is that yes. the idea?
3: Yes. And so you can really it doesn't matter that you put it there first. Mm. You could put it up on your blog. Just make sure to always put it also on your LinkedIn. Profile published there because your blog is a standalone place just like your website absolutely just like everybody trying to get more people and more eyeballs at the blog it's a real challenge whereas over on LinkedIn all the people are already there at that networking event true and so if you bring your article to that event. Well, that's where all the people can like it and share it and comment on it.
2: hmm Yeah, and then and if they see it enough, then finally it hits them. Well, this person has a regular blog. Right. <laughs> what can, is this? Yes. Yeah, they'll go check out the original site and start yes. following it too. Got yes. it. Uh, another misconception is that uh, social media is somehow associated with the young, the younger generation, and that unless I'm trying to prospect to that group, I don't need to be on it. Uh, I bet you have something different to say
3: about that. (laughs) The fastest growing user-based population on Facebook is the senior demographic. And so if your target is seniors, they're all there. Mm -hmm. Um, But besides that, one of the issues that we face as a company is hiring people who understand social media but have enough business acumen to be able to write and collaborate with other businesses Mm -hmm. so again it's networking right so if you were going to send your 18 year old intern into the your cream of the crop networking event where all your best prospects are what kind of conversations are they going to have it's going to be really limited so young they're associated with it because they've grown up using this right but it still requires business skills
2: Absolutely. And and that's a great point because they may understand technically how it works and how to communicate through it but the message is maybe still lacking yes. to, uh, because they they haven't had the business experience as you say. Let's talk a little bit about how um You can distinguish from a time perspective. Obviously, you can hire folks like you, people like you, to uh, engage engage people like you for social media strategy and to conduct um, the the messages and so forth. But people get so confused it's like every day i mean i thought i was pretty good keeping up for a while but you know every day there's something new and you don't know whether or not they're going to be here tomorrow because of course when anything's successful everybody has to start you know putting their version of it out there and so as a business owner how do you even know where to start? Where Which which platform should I use? Like you always hear about how, well, be on the ones that your customers are on. Well, how do I know which ones my customers right. are on? I mean, how do you, how do you even start that right. process?
3: It's, well, you start by looking at where are you doing your live networking? Okay. So if I'm a member of you know the South Kansas City Chamber of Commerce. The first thing I'm going to do is see, well, do they have a LinkedIn group or mm. maybe do they have a Facebook page or, you know, where where's the core group that I'm already paying money to, right, to network with their members. Start there and and figure out where your live networking can best be grown. Because okay. you're essentially trying to continue the relationships that you build live
2: and that is a great point because a lot of times people just think i can just blitz all these sales messages out there and and people are going to start pinging me back and calling me but as you said having a live relationship first can make all the difference it's already warm and people are more receptive then to it because they know you Yes.
3: yes when we start working with new clients the first thing we do is we get a client list Mm. And the reason is because it's so much easier to help a company grow grassroots from who already knows, likes, and trusts them. Right. They are the people who will go out and share. Mm -hmm. And so if you try and start by, oh, let's just start a Facebook page and start spamming the world, these are one-off eyeballs that, I mean, it's so random that they're just not going to pick you up. And you might post something really funny one time that picks up a lot of people, but they're not going to be loyal. Sure. And you you need the loyalty to get the sharers, right? Well,
2: let's talk about numbers to get the shares. That implies numbers. Uh, let's talk about numbers for a minute. How important are they? You hear these people. I have a hundred thousand face, or not, not Facebook. A hundred thousand Twitter followers. Uh, that makes me a Twitter expert, and, and and it's huge. But a lot of times, people go buy these lists. Uh, so,
3: so talk to us about the numbers. How important they are, if they're important at all. The numbers only matter if the people are actually collaborating with you. So people ask me all the time, you know, how do you get, I have 18,000 something followers on Twitter. Well, you know how I get those? It's because I'm spammed constantly by people trying to get me to share their stuff.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A
3: good portion of those people, I have no idea who they are. I wouldn't be surprised if some of them are fake accounts. And and I'm not saying that because I, I feel like, you know, it's, it's bad to have a high number, but if people don't know who you are and you don't know who they are, how can they refer you? Right. And so if it's just a numbers game and you're trying to collect all those numbers, I want 50 people who are willing to like and share my stuff more than I want 150,000 people who will never like and share my stuff.
2: Right. Well, you can't even keep up with 150,000 people.
3: <laughs> and there's so much you fluff need a and junk online mm-hmm. That, you know, there's just so many people using all of these platforms to just spam their messages everywhere. And, you know, they tweet. If you're not tweeting 100 times a day, you're not going to get noticed. Well, I I'm, I think this is BS, to be mm-hmm, honest. I, mm-hmm. I feel like, let's be real, and it's, it's just like talking with the people. You can't talk to 100 people at the same time at a networking event. Right, right. right. So if you view it always as a networking event, if you calendar it, as a networking event, that, okay, I'm going to go to the LinkedIn networking event. I'm going to block off an hour for the LinkedIn networking event, and I'm going to do these certain things. Then you will have more success doing that one time a week than you would if you're trying to figure out what to do when you go on there every day.
2: I, I like that analogy of considering it as a networking group. We're going to talk more about that whenever we get back from our break. We're talking here with Ann Cole, who is the owner of Think Viral, which is a social media sales training company giving us our tips on social media today. We'll be right back.
1: Looking to establish your brand as an industry leader? Want to deliver helpful, relevant content to your niche audience? Look no further. Our staff at Custom Publishing can produce branded newsletters, magazines, podcasts, and so much more. We'll take you from concept to distribution or assist you with any stage in between. Writing, editing, design, audio production, voiceovers, digital print. If you have a communication need, we have a solution called. Call us today and discuss the possibilities. That's 913-831-8100 for all your custom publishing needs.
0: Thinking Bigger Business Media is accepting nominations for the 14th Annual 25 Under 25 Awards. These prestigious awards recognize 25 outstanding businesses with under 25 employees. We're looking for dynamic Kansas City area for-profit companies with under 25 employees that have been in business at least three years and have shown steady growth, a commitment to the community, and an ability to overcome challenges. If your company, or a company you do business with, qualifies for the 25 Under 25 Awards, fill out a nomination form online at 25under25.com. That's 25under25.com. Or call 913 432 for details. Self-nominations are encouraged. Apply now. Nominations are now open and close October 14 for 25 Under 25. Special thanks to our sponsor, UMB. Visit 25under25.com to nominate your business.
2: Good morning. Welcome back to Smart Companies Radio. I'm Kelly Scanlon, publisher of Thinking Bigger Business Media. We've been visiting here this morning with Ann Cole. She's the owner of Think Viral, a social media training company to use social media for sales. So let's talk very specifically, as much as we can in the next 10 or 11 minutes, on how to create a good social media strategy. Um, I'm business owner, ABC, and I get up and think, you know that social media thing that's going on out there? I need to get with it, and I come to somebody like you. How, what would you advise me to do uh, to get started, uh, with, you know, to assess which platforms to use, and more, most importantly, what kind of message to put out there? I think people get confused about that a lot.
3: They do. So ours typically comes back to mm-hmm. a lot of the traditional sales stuff are around what are your clients' biggest problems. What are the things that you solve? What are the questions that they're asking you that you don't solve with, hey, I have great features and benefits, but that you could actually give them some information that could help them make better decisions? And that's the type of content, that's the type of stuff that you want to aggregate to be able to post out and help your best clients. So the, the best social media strategy really is one that's all about your clients. Okay. So you have to get it in your head, who's my best client? Who are my best clients? Mm -hmm. If I could have an event for them and invite them and they were all in the same room, what would I want to talk to them about? Mm -hmm. What should I share with them? Why would they even show up? Right. And so if you really get your head around it, like it's more of a live networking thing, then you tend to not go online and spam and do things that people think they can do anonymously when they're behind the keyboard by themselves and they're just advertising.
2: Yeah. That is so helpful. I know I said it in the first half of the show, but considering it a live networking event, I think, really helps get your head around. And I've been doing doing social media for many years now, but hearing you say that today makes it even more clear for me, even. So that's a great, great analogy. Okay, so the message needs to be something, just as in any sales situation, something that is going to, Serve your customer it's going to solve a problem or at least point them in a direction of solving a problem that you know that they have or, or um, help them help them through some kind of a challenge uh, maybe help educate them a bit more about something okay
3: yes, and I would add it that you don't have to have your own content true
2: so true. that's yeah. one
3: of the great things about places like LinkedIn where right. they have you know the LinkedIn pulse Section which is all the news aggregated, but then Mm -hmm. there's also so many local things in town. Yes, and you guys put out great news. So if there's something that I believe would help one of my clients from someone else's source, I'm happy to share that. And that source is probably really happy that I shared it. Yeah, so it's more of a collaboration of helping each other and helping other businesses with what they need. And then it comes back to you were the resource that helped them.
2: Right. And that, that's a great point because that's another thing that people stumble over is I don't have time to create all this content. Mm-hmm. Well, You can just point some, to somebody mm-hmm. else's site or to some other article or mm-hmm. what, an event that's coming up that might be helpful to your group. Exactly. Yes.
3: And I recommend scheduling things ahead of time mm-hmm. to some extent. I do think that there's two sides of social media. I think there's the one side where you need to block out two or three hours of time each week where you're going to schedule things that are going to go out on whatever networks that you participate in, just so mm-hmm. that you don't have to have it on your plate during the week. Right. Otherwise you're always thinking, oh, I need to post something. Oh, I need to post something. You know, what should we post today? What should we talk about today? And so then it's really random and one-off. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you spend an hour or two each week thinking about, all of the stuff that you really want to help your clients with, you tend to come up with three or four really good things to say or share. Right. And the tools available out there, even you can schedule posts ahead of time right in Facebook. Mm -hmm. And so as long as you have a couple things going out, then when you schedule your, I'm going to spend an hour a week at the networking event on Facebook, you're not on there thinking of what to put out. You're on there thinking about how can I help this person or how I'm gonna like what this person is doing and a like is a support yes and so you're supporting all these other businesses and what they're doing when you're actually at the networking event and so that's another way that you help yourself from being totally distracted is that you just calendar it for an hour like the hour event that you would go to for mm-hmm. the networking event. Mm-hmm. And some weeks it might suck. Sometimes there might not be a <laughs> whole lot of stuff yeah. going on. So and we've all been to networking right. events like that where <laughs> <Exactly>. five <laughs> other people showed up. Yeah, Yes, or every time you go on you see, oh, well, there's that guy. He's always right. posting this stuff or he's always bringing his flyers or whatever. Yes. Okay, well, there's the same spammer on Facebook and on mm-hmm. Twitter and on LinkedIn doing exactly.
2: that. Exactly, yeah. So let's talk about, uh, in, in terms of the message, we were talking about this a little bit between breaks and that is people say, Oh, well I I'm, I'm gonna get this to go viral and, and you know, there are some, the cat some of the cat uh photos and, and uh was it I'm going to get this wrong. Was it Oreo that the dunk in the dark? Uh, you can still dunk in the dark whenever. I mean, but but those are just so far. And if you, what what can you do uh, to make sure your message is consistently looked at? But uh, you know, it's it's cherry on top if it goes viral. It uh, is.
3: I- I mean, you have no control over something going viral. You don't get to decide that you have the most creative piece that you're about to put out, and this is the thing that's going to go viral. The people always decide what goes viral. And so if you have a group of really great free salespeople, well, the likelihood of it going viral is higher, but it still won't go viral unless it's useful. And Mm -hmm. so useful is my favorite thing to promote in terms of what you should put out. Think of what is useful to somebody. What would you click on? What would help you? Because all the fluff and the check out my blog, that is not going to work. Right.
2: One last question before um, we close up here, and that is the, the clickbait kind of stuff. Uh, I see so much of that. I, just, I think it's increased where you, you you get hooked in, you get reeled in by the, the short little title or message, and then what you click on has nothing to do with it or it's so stupid right. that you're you regret the five seconds that you wasted right. um, talk talk to us about whether that everybody's doing it so you have to think maybe it is something you should be doing but in no. the long run no what I'm thinking in the long no. maybe for the short <laughs> term but for the long run I think you're going to ruin your credibility yes
3: people who are doing yeah. that are just looking for the numbers and mm-hmm. you're absolutely right in ruining their credibility Online, it's it's just like offline at the networking event. It's all about your reputation. And so when you are trying to grow a business, well, you need a really good reputation in mm-hmm. order to get other people to refer you. And so if you're trying to scam people just to get them to click on your links so that you can say your numbers are higher, that doesn't help your bottom line ever. Right, You will never get referred, and in fact, a lot of times you'll get blocked because mm-hmm. people don't want to deal with it, or they'll come to know you as, "Oh, well, there she is again," or yeah. there, you know." And so again, it's like the person at the networking event is like, "Oh gosh, who can else can I talk to before this guy comes and you know tries to use all my time?"
2: Right. And you have had wonderful information day. I could talk to you for another hour or more. Uh, for those of you, of you out there who are interested in getting in touch with Anne, uh, hopefully she'll give us her contact information.
3: Uh, well, you can go to our website at thinkviralkc.com. We are putting out a um, an online LinkedIn training class for sales. It will be available Friday, which yeah. is when this is airing.
2: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
3: So uh, it's 25 minutes, it's a LinkedIn strategy, it's a lot of fun, it is entertaining, it's not like anything else that's on the market, it's not a PowerPoint presentation, Mm -hmm. and it basically shows you, here's what you need to care about, and here's what doesn't matter.
2: Okay, and that's on Friday, what time on Friday?
3: Um, Or it's online, so Yeah, if you go to thinkviralkc.com and click on our sales training tab, you'll Mm -hmm. find it. Okay, sounds great. Thank you so much for your time today. You're welcome. Thank you.
2: Appreciate you you being here. And if you'd like to learn more about how to grow your business, please visit us at www.ithinkbigger.com. Follow us on Facebook, Thinking Bigger Business, or on Twitter at I Think Bigger.
3: Have a great weekend. We'll see you next week.